I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. In today's episode of the Zoom and Enhance podcast, we're going to talk about the best movies of 2016, the year that was. Unfortunately, there is no Godzilla on the top <laughs> 10 best movies of 2016. Oh, well. When's you know, the new one coming out? Is it this year? What, the new Godzilla? I have yeah. no idea. I, I think don't it's know. This year. Did you watch I'm the back. last one? No, I don't. I don't. Nah, 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 nah. Only I, in the I originals. Really, yeah, no, I really mean this. If there's not a guy in a rubber. That, that was the beauty of those movies. Definitely <laughs> wasn't the story. Oh, yeah. You know, the scripts were terrible. The stories were super bad. Um, the whole idea of it was the the maquettes and the miniatures and the guys in the rubber suits. Without that, then you, all you have is some stupid American sci-fi movie with a lot of CGI. <laughs> and that's just dumb. So, Should we yeah. learn our audience about Kaiju Big Battle in case they're not uh, in the know? Is it still going on? Yeah. Oh, is it? I follow uh, them on the Facebooks. Oh, really? Well, Kaiju Big Battle is this um, thing from Boston where basically two brothers started it. One of them uh, was uh, or is just obsessed with Japanese monster movies. And um, and he was making basically live, live monster movies on stage. And his brother, uh, who was a little bit of an entrepreneur, told him, like, dude, you should make this into wrestling. So they developed a whole bunch of characters and storylines and the whole thing. And um, so I interviewed the guys in Kaiju for my magazine, my old magazine, Rocket Punch, mm-hmm. um, in 2001 or 2002. I went up to Austin to their studio and stuff and saw it. It was amazing. So it's now, you know, whatever, 15 years later, I'm very pleased to hear that they're still around. I didn't know that they were still around. Yeah, yeah. I saw them in Philly, saw them in a, couple Philly a couple of years ago. Uh, uh, it was the first time I'd seen them, but it was so fun. <laughs> it's such a blast. Yeah, um, they're great. I have some videos. Maybe I'll post them on the, the website so people can get an idea. Yeah, yeah, if people haven't heard about it. But, I mean, you and I discussed quickly and, and, and randomly once um, the Godzilla movies uh, just recently. I was actually – I asked my wife if she had seen any Godzilla movies, and she said no. It blew my mind that she no, it's actually not true, not true. She said that she had seen one, but she didn't remember which one it was. So I described a couple, and of course, it had been years and years and years and years sure, since she's sure. probably since she was a little girl. So she no idea which one it was. But then I was like, well, and she was like, well, how many could there be? Like, how hard could it be to figure it out? So 
I went back and looked at them, and there's 29. Without counting the American ones, there's 29 Godzilla. Oh, my God, dude. It'd be a marathon and a half. Yeah, there's no way. You could start a marathon now and then finish, and Trump wouldn't even be president anymore. (laughs) Maybe that's how I should spend the next four years. (laughs) Hey, speaking of that, and I don't want to get political at all or anything. I, I mean, I really think that politics doesn't really mix with what we usually talk about here, but... I just thought this was funny that on Twitter, um, like the banner up top for your profile, the, the image that the Trump uh, Twitter uses yes. is, from, is, from, is from the Obama. I heard uh, about that. Oh, my God. <laughs> and his inauguration speech uh, had elements of Bane in, one, in the Batman movies. Did you see that comparison? No, that's hilarious. Oh, my gosh. Look that up. That's hilarious. Ah, that Bane in that movie looked nothing like the real Bane. Made me very well, angry. That's irrelevant. We're talking about Trump. <laughs> so, um, yeah, maybe one of these days we'll do an episode all about Godzilla movies. Oh, my and God. My absolute fascination with Godzilla. And, I mean, you know, I when I was a little kid, and I know this doesn't have to do necessarily with the topic that we're going to talk about today, but, you know, as usual, it's going to ramble. Um, when I was a little kid... And I was still living in my very first house that I lived in, which means I was less than 12 years old. Um, I used to love Godzilla movies. So I used to go to this place called Beta Rent. It was the only place that rented movies at the time in Colombia. Of course, they were all in beta. <laughs> and, um, and I used to go and like rent Godzilla movies and stuff. And they were just dubbed copies of like, they basically would take All their bootlegs. Cinemax or something. Yeah, here in the U.S. <laughs> bring him to Colombia. So, and it actually, Beta, uh, Beta Rent was in a dude's, it was like a, like a house, like a, like a living room. You would go into somebody's house mm-hmm. and they would have all these movies and stuff. So anyway, um, I used to rent them there. And I don't remember which movie it was, but in one of them, uh, well, Mothra was in it and Rodan as well. So it may have been Destroy All Monsters, but um, when they came out, the their names in Japanese appeared on the on the screen, which I think is something that Americans need to freaking learn. And I would have loved to have seen Pacific Rim whenever they whenever the monsters came out, if it actually stopped it, like paused it, and then it said, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." It was just it just makes so much more sense and just makes it so much cooler identifying. You know. Anyway, <laughs> um, I won a hand uh, over New Year's Eve uh, playing. What was oh, in, <laughs> in Super Battle. <laughs> In Super and Fight? Super Fight. I, I totally pandered to you by playing Ghidorah. I was like, yeah. oh, I'm going to win this hand. <laughs> it could be like Ghidorah picking his butt, and I'm still going to win because it's Absolutely. Ghidorah. So. Yeah, it's the same. There's a card, um, Darth Vader, and whenever somebody plays Darth Vader, I'm already like, all right, he's going to win. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, have you seen Rogue One? Of course he wins. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, the Long story short is that I, I saw I saw the names of the monsters in Japanese and started figuring out what each um, katakana character, what the sound was in each mm-hmm, one of them, mm-hmm. and that's how I started to teach myself how to read and write Japanese. Back oh, man. oh man! Yeah, actually, that's. Do you have an image, image of the bike um, that you made for Huffy, the Ghidorah bike? Didn't no. you make graphics for that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I made up when I used to work at for Huffy Bicycles a million years ago, and uh, 
I designed a bike called Ghidorah and um, I did all the graphics for it. It was a BMX bike and it was just a prototype and I kept it and I actually had the bike for a long, long, long time. Eventually I sold it for like 50 bucks when I lived in Brooklyn. But, <sighs> nah. the, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm imagining what the graphics look like right now and they really weren't that good. Yeah, I know. I hate looking back on my work from like 15, 20 years ago. I'm like, no. Yeah, I know. I, know. I just remember that was like super cool that you even did it. So I don't remember what it looked like, but. Yeah, it was a cool BMX bike. And I rode it for a long, long time. But like when you're in New York and you need to ride a bike, riding a BMX bike is not really the smartest thing in the world to do because it's just takes twice as long to get anywhere. BMX anyway. bikes are the only bikes I can ride because I'm so short, man. I hate any other kind of bike. I need to get a BMX bike. No, you. if you get a BMX bike, you're never going to ride it. I guarantee you that. I got Unless. a freaking mountain bike and never rode it. Well, My legs are too short. <laughs> well, you, got, you just got to get a bike that is your size. I need like a child's junior bike. No. Because no, I have no, T-Rex no. arms There's, and legs. I know a professional. <laughs> I know a professional female cyclist who is probably 5'1", if that, mm-hmm. and she has and she has a bike her size, and she's, well, she's a semi-pro. So, believe me, you can find it. Okay, listen. This. How are we going to do this? Each one of us has a list of yeah. our 10 favorite movies of the year. So, the first question I want to ask you is, <laughs> do you have them uh, organized from 10 to 1, uh, or just 10 random movies you pick? I just have 10 random movies. There were no, like, super, super, super standouts for me. I just no. put down, like, the 10 movies I kind of like the best. 2016 was terrible. Lemmy from Motorhead <laughs> died. David Bowie died. Damn it, Prince stop it. died. Princess Carrie Leia Fisher, died. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Kenny and Baker died, damn it. Ke- Kenny Baker and... There was no good movies. <laughs> I, I mean, there were good movies, but there have been other better years for sure. Oh, I think next year is going to be amazing. I mean, 2017. Listen to this list that I just yeah, read, what you got? quickly jotted down without even thinking about it too much. Wonder Woman, Justice League, mm-hmm. Guardians Volume 2, yeah, King Kong, Star mm-hmm. Wars Episode 8, mm-hmm. The New Alien, Spider-Man, Power Rangers, Boom. And Boom. I just, I didn't even think about it. It was just movies that I know are like, oh, I just saw this trailer. Right. Pro- That's all probably, next year? Damn. Yeah, there's probably 10 other movies that I that I didn't even think about because I, I didn't have the, like the trailers in my head. So anyway. Okay. So I did do mine from 10 to 1. Okay. So why do you say we go down from 10 to 1 on mine and then you tell me which ones are your list as we go? I'll chime in. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay. So here's some honorable, this honorable mentions. <laughs> uh, I'm mentioning the movies that were terrible this year. BVS, of course. That was on the top of my list of <laughs> dishonorables. Yeah, that's just a, that was just a humongous miss. And here's the thing, too. I was thinking about this. If it wasn't Batman versus Superman, but it was like, this crazy alien guy comes to Earth and this guy doesn't trust him. And he was like completely outside of the comic book universe. Mm-hmm. I would be like, ah, that movie was okay. 
but because he was Batman and Superman, like, terrible. Suicide Squad, horrendous, a, a disgrace. Uh, what, what they did, I mean, beyond the fact that the editing and the writing is putrid in it, what they did to the Joker is unforgivable. <laughs> I'm it's, curious about extended DVD stuff, but I, I don't really want to watch it I again. Saw, I, saw the, I saw the fully extended one. It makes the fully extended one makes a little bit more sense. Yeah. The, editing, the editing's a little bit better, but it's still dumb. It's still these right. retarded, dumb woman running around making jokes that aren't really funny. They, they expect <laughs> to believe that all these people get along and they like each other or whatever. And there's a bond between them, but most of them haven't even talked to each other. Right. Cap- Captain Boomerang throws two boomerangs in the whole movie and neither of them hit their targets. It's, it's stupid. It's just like everything about that movie was terrible. It was bad. But above all, that Joker. That is, I mean, seriously, those people should go to jail for that. <laughs> Such a classic character and they just completely fucking. They crapped the bed. They definitely did. They were so nervous about trying to follow up the amazing Joker from um, Heath Ledger. And right. they just didn't even come close. Okay. Anyway, X-Men Apocalypse. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't hate that oh movie. Oh my god! I, I didn't like that movie, but I didn't come out of it, come out of it like mad. So there's this guy. There's this guy. I was like, sweet. Was I was like, oh, okay. No, listen. There's this guy. He's a super powerful mutant, right? So why would he need to recruit other people? Well, maybe because he needs some extra power. He recruits Archangel, who doesn't do anything for him. Psylocke, who does absolutely nothing for her at all. Magneto, who is incredibly powerful, and all he does is like create these circles of dirt for no reason at all. Why? <laughs> why couldn't he have done that himself? With the first, like, none of it makes any sense at all, and it's just, oh god, it's so bad. Oh, it was, it was a nightmare. It was a nightmare. I was like, not. I'm not even kidding. Like hitting my head, like, like repeatedly in the in the theater. <laughs> Does it make you uh, apprehensive about Logan? Because I'm stoked about Logan. I think it looks awesome. Uh, I don't know. I just don't give a shit about Wolverine. So I mean, I'll go. I'll, I'll definitely go see it. But yeah, I mean, I, I think it looks good. I think just, like listen, I was blankly. It looked good. I was mildly uh, interested in Wolverine my senior year in high school, <laughs> and then again, just mildly interested after the first X Men movie came out. And then after that, I'm just like. And the last two Wolverine alone movies have been so bad too that I'm just like whatever. My Wolverine is five foot two, all right, not some good looking like whatever six foot two dude or whatever. Anyway, okay, another another couple of uh, dishonorable mentions. Now you see me. Now you see me. Part two. You saw that? I love the first one. (laughs) Love it. Uh, But this thing was. Oh, I haven't seen either of them, so I'm not going to pretend to know. No, no, no. The first, the first one's really good. The first one's really good. And that that movie, Pop Star. Yeah, that was not good. That was not good. Everybody was like, "Dude, the movie's really funny." You should see it's like silly comedy, kind of like what you like, whatever. Because you know, I mean, I'm a big fan of those like dumb comedies. I love dumb comedies, and it was not funny. Oh, it was beyond not funny. It was annoying. I wanted to reach in through the screen and choke that dude. Yeah. That was All a right. 
That is my dishonorable mentions. Do you have any to add? Uh, we didn't talk about dishonorable mentions. I literally only have Batman versus okay. Superman. Down. No, no, no. I, I'm I sure just if I thought about because... it, I might be like, oh, oh, oh yeah, oh, duh. Yeah, duh. But, I'll tell you yeah. what. I'll tell you what, though. Um, there's another. It's not a dishonorable mention as much as like, dude, chill out. This movie's not that good. Like, people just made it out to be this great movie. I think Arrival was. <gasps> That's on my not, list. Oh God, I just I could not stay awake, and I, I don't know. It was like I I is it because did you like like the quote unquote twist that she can see into the future? Oh, yeah. spoilers. Yeah, that wasn't a twist. I saw that from the very beginning. She's seeing her daughter, and she's dying, and but she doesn't have a daughter. And at first, she has a wedding ring, but that she doesn't. And I was like, "Oh, wait a second. And then she goes, "Oh, if you're gonna ask science questions to her daughter, ask your dad." And I was like, "Oh, their dad is a scientist. Oh, I it, it's fucking Hawkeye. Put put it together." <laughs> and then I was like, "So what's?" And and you expect me to believe that those aliens learn how to speak English that quickly and that they learn how to write that quickly? Like, just like in Doctor Strange, they grabbed something that should have lasted or felt like it lasted years, and then they just made it like a 22 seconds, and it's just terrible. I, I, I thought it was terrible. I disagree. I thought it was really good. It reminded me of Contact. It's not as good as Contact. Yeah. Everybody's always like, oh, it reminds me of Contact because there's aliens and the girl has a thin nose. Oh, stop it. That's not why it reminds me of Contact, you dummy. <laughs> no, it's uh, good. It's good. Okay. Okay. Let's see. Number 10 for me. Number 10 movie. You know what I should have done? I should have gotten a sample of like a, like a drum roll. <laughs> Number 10, movie of 2016, according to the almighty Skull Crusher, <laughs> is 10 Cloverfield Lane. Ta-da! Ah, I like that. I didn't put it on my list, but I liked it. I'm going to tell you something. It was difficult for me to come up with 10 movies. It was for me, too. I, Maybe I'll I, put that on my list, because I only came up with nine. Well, some of it is also because I don't really watch. Like, I'm not going to go and see Manchester by the Sea or fucking <laughs> La La Land or any of that bullshit. I, I only watch good movies. Oh. So, yeah, 10 Cloverfield Lane. I thought it was okay. I, 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 I was surprised that I liked it as much as I did. I thought it was yeah. going to be terrible. John Goodman is great in it. Yes. Did you like uh, Cloverfield? I did not like Cloverfield. Okay. No. I thought Cloverfield was okay, but it was too gimmicky for me. It's like just a big gimmick. Like, we're going to have a camera. It was one of the first found footage movies. Not the first, but it was one of the early adopters. Um, I liked Cloverfield a lot, and I liked this movie a lot. Um, I liked the loose connection. I'm glad that it wasn't, like, super, super tied in. But, you know, if you know both movies, you can find it. I thought it was good and suspenseful. John Goodman's amazing. I thought the girl did a good job. So I enjoyed it. Um, yeah, and also, I mean, I thought that, like, as you're watching it, you start to distrust John Goodman quite a bit, of course, because mm-hmm. he seems creepy and weird. But in the back of my mind the whole time, I was like, but wait, there is aliens. I know that for a fact because of Cloverfield. But right. still, it, it, was, it was just really, really interesting. I liked that. I, I enjoyed the movie. I don't think it's amazing, but right. it was good. I think in any other year, it probably wouldn't have made it into my top 10. But yeah, we're talking yeah. about 2016, so. <laughs> Number nine, The Nice Guys. I haven't seen that. I want to. Maybe I'll watch oh, it tonight. Oh, you should. It is 
Ryan. I missed Gosling. it in the theaters and I kind of forgot about it. And then I saw it on all these lists and I was like, oh, oh shit, I need to see that. Ryan Gosling is hilarious in it. So it's dreamy. Funny. And of course he is. He's just uh, a dreamboat. Um, no, it's great. It's funny. It's 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 clever. Um, there's a little girl in the movie. Um, I don't know the name of the actor, but she is the cutest little thing. And she's not really cutesy. She's a little bit of an ass kicker, which is really yeah. awesome. Really good actress, that little girl. So, yeah. So that's that's number nine. So that's not even on your list either. No, but it probably would have been because I just missed it in the theaters and yeah. forgot. So yeah, maybe I'll watch it tonight. Honestly, you should. Uh, number eight, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Mm. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I, when I first watched it, I thought like, ah, it's not bad. I mean, it's cute, whatever. But in the weeks after I watched it, I started thinking about it more and more and the more and more that I liked it. Mm-hmm. And then I went and watched it again. Um, and I really liked it a lot more the second time around. Did you watch it with a Harry Potter fan the second time? Because you watched it with me the first time, and I was like, "Yeah, that was fine." No, the second time I watched it. The second time I watched it about myself. Yeah, and you're like, "Screw this, Claudian chick. This is awesome." <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not awesome. Again, I think on a regular year, I don't think it would make. <laughs> what a 10. shitty year! Anyway, uh, number seven, mm-hmm. and I'm guessing that this movie, if you saw this movie, it has to be in your top ten. Everybody wants some. I did see that. It's not uh, on my top ten. I didn't um, like it that much. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many things in that movie that just like just so just awesome eighties. Dazed uh, and Confused was so amazing, and I love that movie so much. And this just did not. It is nowhere near Dazed and Confused. No. Dazed and Confused one of my top probably fifteen movies of all of time. All time, yeah. yeah so it's hard not to compare it. You know, and uh, like, I'll never see it again for sure. You know, I, I didn't love it. But listen, you bring up. Um, There's no Wooderson, man. I, I was actually going to bring up Wooderson. This is interesting. So uh, Matthew McConaughey was in Howard Stern a couple of years, a couple of years, a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. And he was telling different stories about like, you know, whatever his career and stuff. He told, he said basically that the. Um, all right, all right, all right. Which is, he says, yeah. he's really famous for that line. Of course, he says, anytime anybody does an impersonation of me, that's the line that they start with, blah, 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 blah. blah. He said that was rec- taped, recorded, whatever. The very first day that he was there at the movie, Wooderson wasn't even a major part of the script at that point. And he was the very first line that he delivered as an actor on film ever. Oh, my God. And they were just like, this is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. He just basically, they were like, listen, we don't know if we're going to use this, but you're going to be hitting on this girl or whatever. And he was like, all right. He was super nervous. He had never acted in his life. And he was like, (laughs) uh, he said that he had been in a beer commercial before and that was it. And then he goes like, all right, so what is this guy about? What is this guy about? He likes cars. Well, he has a car. He's about weed and he's smoking weed because the pothead is next to him, sitting next to him. And now he needs chicks. So he like basically just got <laughs> into that into that vibe. It's like, uh, he said that he, was, he basically, he was like, that's what my brother was like. Just smoking, dude, like a, just a too cool a dude, man. And um, and then he also said that, uh, wait, what was the other thing I was going to tell you? Uh, 
All right. Oh, yeah. When he was talking to the people in the movie, I don't know, the producer or the director or something, they were like trying to explain to him what Wooderson was like. He was like, all right, just give me like a a line that he says so I can understand what kind of guy this guy is. And they gave him the, that's what I like about these high school chicks. (laughs) (laughs) I get older, they stay the same Same age. age. And he was like, all right, I know exactly what this dude is about. He's just like my brother. (laughs) (laughs) I have my motivation. All right. So that was seven was everybody wants some. Number six, Doctor Strange. I listen. <laughs> it's six on my list, and I don't even—I didn't even like it that much. But I liked it better than everybody. <laughs> this wants is the it. worst top ten ever. <laughs> I liked it better than Fantastic Beasts. Yeah. I like it better than the Nice Guys. I, actually, the Nice Guys may have been a little bit far. Should have been maybe a little bit higher. I was going to say. I mean, well, I have high hopes for the Nice Guys. Is the movies that I. Like that I watched, of like I said, Manchester by the Sea. I'm not gonna go watch that no, crap. Get the hell out of here! And some movies go. Oh, I don't want to go to movies to cry. Are you kidding me? I don't want to see a drama. I, I don't know. So anyway, <laughs> uh, Doctor Strange, not the best, but whatever. We did a whole episode on Doctor Strange, so go yeah. listen to that if you really care about it. Number five is Star Trek Beyond. I missed that too, dude. <laughs> really? Did you see that? Damn it, damn it. Wow. I, uh, Jim went and saw it with his dad, and I had to drop them off, so I didn't get to go because I had to go take care of my dog, and then I never got around to seeing it on my own. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not, it's, not, it's not bad. It's not bad, yeah. but it's definitely, it's definitely the weakest of the reboots. Okay. Definitely the weakest. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, number four. Zootopia. I did not yeah. Oh, really? I don't it's watch really many animated movie. movies anymore. Oh, this 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 movie is great. Okay. This movie is very good. Zootopia is very very good. And I heard I can't remember who it was. I read a review that said it's this is one of the most human movies um, that came out this year. Yeah. <laughs> and, but it's played by animals, which is the funny thing. Right. But no, it's I mean J- Justin Bateman is is uncanny in this movie. It really, really it's a very No, seriously, it's a very, very, very good movie. Right. Super, super good. Um and that's the last of the shitty movies. Okay. So what number are we at? So that was number four. So it was So there are Clover three Field good Lane. movies this year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> ten Cloverfield Lane was ten. The Nice Guys was nine. Fantastic Beasts was eight. Seven was Everybody Wants Some. Six, Doctor Strange. Five, Star Trek Beyond. Four, Zootopia. Okay. Number three. Go ahead. Rogue One. Yeah. We talked talked a lot about Rogue One already in the last episode. Of course, it was a Rogue One episode. So if people care, just go back and listen to that. You should just go back and listen to it again anyway. (laughs) We're we're so funny. I've... uh, (laughs) I ended up watching it a total of four times in the theaters. Mm-hmm. Um, what a what a great movie! I mean, you know, I went with yeah. At some point, I went with my wife's family, so like her mother, her father, and her brother. Her mother, I mean, you, you can like a mom, and uh-huh. she 
was like, this movie was awesome. Oh, <laughs> Take it out of the Star Wars universe, like we said, and it's an amazing, amazing movie. Plot holes? Yes. Of course there's plot holes. But a really good movie. As a Star Wars movie, it feels like a Star Wars movie. It, it feels like a Star Wars movie more than Episode Seven. I know people are like, oh, you're crazy. No, but... I don't agree with that. Um, <laughs> but I love it, but I don't agree with that statement. Not at all. I think it's okay. a standalone, and it feels like a standalone. And I felt like Episode Seven found its way pretty flawlessly into the series. Mm, I don't know. I think the space battle and... You're world. you're not talking about story. You're just talking about like yeah, what I felt, and that's all I give a shit about. Man, With whatever. Star Wars, I don't care about the story. I just want to feel like I was <laughs> again. So far, so good. Um, all right, so Rogue Rogue One definitely. I mean, like I said, yeah. we went we went in depth in that other episode, so I don't want to like um, what's that? Yeah, word? we don't have to go on too much. Overwork or however. Hey, listen though. I just oh, I was just thinking about this. I don't know. I'm, I'm sure you don't know. Well, actually, in Star Wars Rebels, um, the Saul Guerrero character yeah. was a couple of episodes ago already. And oh, Forrest, yeah. Forrest Whitaker was awesome. And I just found this out because I was looking at, I was looking to see, oh, is it really Forrest Whitaker or not, whatever. I actually looked at the credits for once. Mm-hmm. Matt Nicholson plays Grand Admiral Thrawn. Wow. What? Amazing. Interesting. He does a great job because I mean I've had so Grand Admiral Thrawn came into my life actually back when I was working at that Huffy job that we were talking huh. about. So how long ago was that? That was like 1994, 1993, a long, long time ago. Yeah. And I was reading the Timothy Zahn trilogy of books, uh, oh. which supposedly take place right after Return of the Jedi ends. Now they're not part of canon anymore. Now they're just the legends or is whatever. Is that Shadows of the Empire? Shadows of the Empire is not part of okay. the canon anymore. That's no, I know, but is that what you're talking about? Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, Shadows okay. of the Empire happens between Empire and Jedi. Okay. This happens basically right after the Battle of Endor. starts okay. there. And Grand Admiral Thrawn is amazing. And they brought him back into the canon with Star Wars Rebels. And it's awesome. Magic. Matt Nicholson is the guy. All right. So that was number three was Rogue One. Mm-hmm. Number two. I think you're going to have all three of these. But, uh, number two, uh, Captain America Civil War. Yeah, I've got that. What a movie. Amazing. Unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> oh I've, I've probably seen this movie already like 15 times. Uh, I have only seen it once. I don't know why. But I, I did love it. I'm not going to try and re- tell you I remember all the details. But I remember as I was watching it. This is an amazing movie. Oh, it is so good. Yeah, for sure. It is almost flawless. My only complaint with that movie is that it drags at a at a point. I just know that I fast-forwarded mm-hmm. at a point a couple of times because it drags a little bit, slows down a little bit. But, I mean, that's a tiny little thing, especially yeah. for somebody as, as much a hater as I am. You're such a hater. What is, is that? Is that natural drinking water? Yeah, can you hear that? Sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, Nacho's thirsty. Uh, that scene in the in the airport rivals the Darth Vader scene at the end of Rogue One for the best scene. In <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's awesome. It's unbelievable. 
It's I really I love 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 Spider Man, Ant Man to Giant Man, uh, everything about it, everything about it. I love it. Uh, so that was number two, and number one, of course, the only movie left. What do you think it is? Deadpool. Oh, of course, no La La Land. <laughs> no, of course, Deadpool. <laughs> okay, that's on my list too. I have La La Land on my list, so shut up. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. So, so you think you think that musicals are okay? Like people are just gonna walk around and start singing randomly? That's that's okay. It doesn't for... matter. You you think that that's okay? Like I'm just gonna start singing. <laughs> it's fantasy. It's not real life. Come on. Started dancing around. You know what my biggest issue with La La Land is though, and so yeah. many things like that. It's like Hollywood just loves itself so much. Oh, let's make a movie about Hollywood. Let's make well, a movie let me tell you. Los Angeles, about Los Angeles, with people from Los Angeles, <laughs> and people from Los Angeles are going to love it. Shut the F no, up. No, 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 listen. There's a line in that movie that addresses that very thing, and um, it's Which it's pretty what? early on. Hey, he says, no, listen, shut up. Just listen to me. He's Ryan Gosling's character at one point says, like, he's kind of disgusted with Hollywood. So something like Hollywood, where they honor everything, where they worship everything and honor nothing. And I was like, that's they, they honor They honor themselves all the time. Look at the Oscars. <laughs> We're just going to I liked it a lot. Ugh. Listen, we've both talked about the fact that there are not a lot of great movies out this year. So I have some yeah. indie flicks on my list that I was like, you know what? La La Land was good. And Ugh. let's also be honest, like, you like guy movies and I like more movies. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I like guy movies too, but I like more movies. So no, I like a lot of indie films about, and stuff like that. We are talking about a musical. Give me a French artsy movie, and I may not like it. I may like it, but the moment that people start singing, I just want to shoot my brains out. And the only reason I don't is because I want to stay alive long enough to maybe get the chance to shoot those people first and then shoot myself. <laughs> oh my god! Have you ever seen Hedwig? No. Oh wait, okay. wait! Hedwig the the Hedwig the, and the Angry Inch and the Angry Inch. Yes, yes, I did. Is that I an exception? A million ago. No, hell no! That was terrible. <laughs> I love Hedwig so much. I hate your face. Oh God, no! Ugh, ugh. Yeah. Like, <laughs> people don't walk around. People... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. People don't walk around singing. It's just well. Dumb. In Hedwig's case, he didn't either. It was all connected to shows. He would only perform. The music only yeah, happened when he was performing. Hey, no, I know hey. that. 
I know that it's not necessarily what people will consider a musical because of it. That's not why I didn't like it. It just wasn't very good. It's amazing. All right. No. Let me talk about things on my list that you may have not even seen. Okay. <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe and I don't not. have them in any order. So okay. there's a lot of overlap, which I already piped in on. I had yeah. a rival on my list of yes, and you had it on your list of no. Um, another movie I have on my list, which I'm sure you're going to disagree with, if you saw it at all, was The Witch, which I call the Vivitch because the posters. Yeah, the Vivitch. Um, <laughs> I say that all, no, the time, all the time. I didn't see it. I've heard really good things about it. And, Beth hated, uh, it. hated it. And my wife wants to watch it really bad. I loved Who it. hated it? Watch oh, it with Beth. Beth. Uh, watch it with subtitles. Don't even try it without subtitles. I watched it a second time and I was like, oh, duh. Now I understand. They speak with such... It's, you know, it's kind of like watching Snatch or something. Sometimes there are movies where they're speaking English and you have no idea what the hell they're saying. So it's yeah, like tell that. me about it. <laughs> right? <laughs> but yes, I love that movie. It's um, in tone. It, I would say, if anything, it kind of reminds me of The Shining in terms of the kind of tenseness and horror that it delivers. It's just, it's yeah. not gory. It's just, it just feels gross and weird. And I loved it. I love yeah, The Witch. I, I've definitely yeah. heard good things about it. I just yeah, haven't yeah, yeah. to watch it. Okay. So then I have La La Land, which we already talked about. You can kiss my butt. Um, no, you know what? While I'm kissing your butt, I'm going to just break into song. Where's the song? Oh, no, I'm not kissing your butt right now. Oh, okay. When you do. Okay. Yeah, when I'm kissing your butt, <laughs> then I'll start, start singing about it. All right. I added Green Room. Uh, which we talked a little bit on, about on our Halloween special. Yes. Or our yes. horror movie special. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you've seen that yet. You need to see it. You really do. Yeah, I know. I I keep meaning to. And oh, I, but you you don't like certain kinds of horror. What did you say? I don't know. Um, what do you mean? I forget. I described it to you and you're like, oh, I don't like that kind of stuff. Um, well, what, kind of, what kind of movie is it then? Remind it's me. very realistic feeling. Mm-hmm. And it's just the shit they get into. It's um, well, it's basically like these punk kids, which you've probably heard this before. For a movie, it's the most honest portrayal of the underground yeah. punk scene I've seen. Yes, yes, yes. yes they sir. end up doing this gig out of desperation because they just have zero money at this skinhead um, whatever. It was like Rebos oh, yeah. and Dayton okay. for skinheads. Now- now I remember, because and the reason that I said I didn't like it is because I don't like movies that remind me of reality too much. It's very realistic, and that's why yeah. it's so scary. And these are these are people that I know that are like that, or that I knew back in the day that were like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's gnarly, but it's it's really good. It's really good. So I don't know if you want to see it, but it's actually and Patrick I, Stewart is the main uh, skinhead guy, and he is yeah. amazing. I know, I know, I've heard super creepy. Um, I have a list, a written list, actually, of movies that I want to watch, and that's that's in it. Okay. All right. Or on it. All right. One more outlier I have, and this is because I was kind of grabbing at straws, kind of like some of your first ones. Mm -hmm. I added um, Hail Caesar by the Coen Brothers. I enjoyed it. It is by no stretch one of my favorite Coen Brothers movies. No, not even. Actually, I could say it's probably my least favorite of the ones that I've seen. I'm sure they've done probably other crap that I haven't seen, but I was so disappointed. 
Well, here's why I liked it. Um, the Coen brothers have done a long stretch of very serious movies. They've got um, No Country for Old Men, Inside Lewis Davis, A Serious Man. And those movies were good, but I really missed that silly charm that they mm-hmm. have. You know, just the fun. And this was kind of going back to that for them. It wasn't the best one they've done, but I was very glad to see them just be silly again. What um, is your favorite uh, Coen Brothers movie? I I love Lebowski. I love Where Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? I love Fargo, uh, yeah. Raising Arizona. You, you, want can, me to, you want me to name one? One. One. If I... Oh. Okay. If I had to choose based on the fact that I love more than just the story in the movie, I would say, Oh brother, where art thou? I love the music in that because my family is very Appalachian and I could listen to that soundtrack a thousand times. And I love the story. Huh? After that, probably Fargo. And after that, Lebowski. That's interesting. I would say for me, definitely Lebowski. Number one, there's nothing like the Jesus. (laughs) I know. Right. But I also those are three very different movies, though. It's hard to pick. Like Fargo's very serious. It's quirky and weird, but it's it's hard to compare it to. Oh yeah, I mean, for me, the Big Lebowski and Burn After Reading are just. I should watch Burn After Reading again. I've seen that, and I'm going to tell you why I love that movie. Brad Mm -hmm. Pitt. Cake in that movie. I heard somebody say that Brad Pitt is not a very good leading man because the movies where he is the, the whatever leading uh, character, mm-hmm. he's not very good. But as a supporting actor, he's mind blowing. Yeah, that, that's true. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he's for me. Seven is amazing. He's a supporting. Oh yeah. Um, meet Joe Black. Great. He's supporting. Mm-hmm. Um, even Fight Club, he's like Ed Norton and him are just. Yeah, I mean that's debatable whether or not he's supporting. Snatch, he's amazing in Snatch. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But then you think of Mister and Missy Smith, and it's like, ugh. But <laughs> Burn after reading is his performance in that movie is magical. <laughs> magical. So blind. <laughs> Sublime. Wow. Are you drinking wine and eating cheese over there? No. Do you have your pinky up? I, I actually, that I do. And, and in Inglorious Bastards, like when people are like, well, Brad Pitt is not really that good of an actor. I'm like, you have got to be kidding me. Inglorious <laughs> Bastards? He is amazing in that movie. Is he sublime? Uh, <laughs> no. He's only sublime okay. in Burn After Reading. And, All right. Oh, in seven, he's really good. In, he's oh, really yeah. good. 12 Monkeys, he's really good. Like, oh, God, I love that dude. Did you ever see the analysis um, in the scene where he opens the box in seven and sees his wife's severed head? Uh-huh. Uh, Someone. Okay. <laughs> if you haven't seen seven by now, 20 years later. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> spoilers, spoilers. Um, someone did a breakdown of him showing... In that moment, in that scene, the seven stages of grief. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I can't even remember what they are, but they they break it down and show it. If you look it up, you could probably find it. Like Brad Pitt, seven seven stages of grief. They'll 
break down him like bargaining and depression and blah, 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 all within like a minute. Um, you said 20 years later. It's actually 22 years later. Oh, my God. Shut your dirty mouth. I just did the mathematics. To 1990. <laughs> We're so old. Okay. So what else? I have, and I know you're going to hate this, but I don't care. I have Ghostbusters on my list. I'm not going to hate it. I mean, I We've talked it, about it, and you're like, nah. It, I mean, I just, I, I told you, I chuckled twice. Did you, you saw it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw it. And okay. I, I was like, <laughs> that's a good one. And that's it. I so here's my thoughts on Ghostbusters. Melissa, I, I would wish that somebody would have grabbed that fucking ghost gun and then grab Melissa McCarthy and put it in one of those little boxes so she would shut the hell up. <laughs> Not, okay, funny. Okay. Not funny. Not funny. Okay, listen. I have I, I have faults with this movie, but I've seen it three times. I love Paul Feig. I love Melissa McCarthy. I love Kristen Wiig. I love Leslie Jones. And I love uh, Kate McKinnon. So I was like, well, we can't go wrong. I love Ghostbusters. And I'm not precious about things I love. Because the original Ghostbusters is never going to go anywhere, right? So I don't. if they fucked it up, I wouldn't have cared. But here's my thoughts. This movie, I don't know if it was PG or PG-13. But Melissa McCarthy works best at an R. And I think the fact that they wanted this to be a family film, which is not a bad idea. I mean, I love more than anything in the world seeing little girls dressed up as Ghostbusters now. That's the cutest thing in the world. I love it. But I think the movie suffered by being restricted to a family-friendly Yeah, place. but I mean, they, they they had a hard time getting anybody into the theater, much less making it an R. It was just, they would have shot themselves in the foot. The, the world is not ready for a rated R Ghostbusters movie. There's no way. I think what they went wrong is, no, well, I mean, a thousand different things. But if we're talking about that specifically, they should just not have gotten somebody like Melissa McCarthy. Why? Because, She's amazing. I love her. But like you said, she works better being raunchy, R. crazy. Exactly. They knew there was going to be a PG movie or PG thirteen. Right. Yeah. I, yeah. Kristen Wiig was flat. Kristen uh, Wiig almost bummed me out. I she was agree. not funny. Exactly. I love Les- Leslie Jones and Kate McKinnon were hilarious. I thought they were funny. I um, thought I thought that uh, Chris Hemsworth did a great. <laughs> he did. He did. I, he was a, he was a fantastic was dummy. Yeah. And. Um, also, as you just said, Kristen Wiig. Oh, yeah. Instead of Melissa McCarthy, I may have. I mean, if you're going to go with that whole group of comedian women, yeah. um, I think that um, what's her face? The girl with the lower back tattoo? Schumer? Yeah. I think Amy Schumer would have been a little bit better. She, no. she is way out there with her sexual thing and talking about her vagina all the time or whatever. But that's just it. She's too sexual for Ghostbusters. Like, that's all she does. I like Amy Schumer. I don't. Well, you don't have to. I like Amy Schumer. No, I don't care about books. (laughs) I don't read. Are you kidding me? I'm not even kidding. In the first chapter, it's the whole thing is talking about her vagina. Yeah, I know. Oh, it's it's uh, so it's annoying, not funny, and just so much of it that it's just like, oh, please shut the hell up. And we're like, well, what about male comedians talk about their dicks all the time? I don't want to hear that either at all. Anyway. But that's why she wouldn't work for Ghostbusters. Yeah, I guess you're right. You know? you're right. So here's here's where it became clear to me that Melissa McCarthy was failing in this movie. They had a scene, I'm sure I remember, 
where she's sitting across the desk from the dean of the dumb school that she worked at. Yeah. Melissa McCarthy has been at the opposite end of the desk in many, many movies. Uh, she was at the opposite end of the desk in This Is 40, and oh, there's others. And that those moments are when she flies off the handle the most. And I was like, oh, here it is. She's going to lose her fucking mind. And she didn't. It was just kind of like, oh, here he goes. He's going to say this. And oh, my God, he's going to flip me off and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, they're censoring her, you know? Of course. I mean, they yeah. can't. I mean, obviously they have to. But yeah. um, what I was going to say about Amy Schumer is that I was trying to think of a female comedian that was a little uh, calmer, not necessarily mm-hmm. tamer, not necessarily tamer, but a little bit less. With Melissa McCarthy, I want to see crazy nuts. Yeah. I, yeah. I want to see bridesmaids, you know? So Yeah, totally. Uh, all right. What other? What other movies? Okay. The last movie I have on my list. <laughs> I like that you're laughing already. This is a cheat. I'm going to say it. I don't give crap. <laughs> I know. I know. I, guess. <laughs> I, Let me get, I know. Okay. I, can I guess? Can the I guess? The best movie of 2016 is. Let me guess. Let me guess. Let me guess. Um, Fury Road. <laughs> I already told you I was going to say this. And here's. <laughs> is it? Yay! And the reason is. This was a 2015 movie, but it was better than anything else in 2016. So I'm just going to fucking call it and say that Mad Max Fury Road is the best movie of 2016 because I'm still watching it. (laughs) It's the best movie I've seen this year because I've seen it like four times this year and last year and everything else. So (laughs) that's pretty funny. Uh, Yeah, that's that's a monster of a movie. That is. It's just. It just kills me. I want cinematic experience. It's beautiful. I don't know if I want to see the black and white version or not. Because the color is so beautiful. They're making a black and white version? They made a like black and white chromium version of it that's supposed to be just as beautiful. Oh no. no. Dude, it's 2017. Why would I want to watch (laughs) black and white? Maybe it's silent too. (laughs) And they have like an Uh, old timey piano. Wow, oh my God. I ever want to, it's like, oh, you know what? I'm going to go back and uh, watch a bunch of movies on VHS. What the? <laughs> <laughs> it looks good, but I'm still debating. Black and white, get the hell out of here. No, you, you said it best. Uh, some of the best. Some of the best parts of that movie is the, it's, it's the coloring and, and the just oh, the yeah. it's beautiful. that it gives you. I mm-hmm. you take that away, then it's gonna look like uh, what's the name of that movie with Tattoo Neil? Um, Paper Moon. <laughs> there you go. There's there's a there's a movie in black and white. Enjoy that, dude. Metropolis, right? What what was yeah. that? Nineteen twenty seven or something? Not Metropolis. Even. Yeah. When they colorized it and put a Queen soundtrack on it. They were like, this movie's amazing. You know it would make it better? Color. And then these idiots are like, this movie's amazing. You know it's going to make it work. Black and white. Oh, that's (laughs) so stupid. Is it Queen or the color that made it better? I don't know. Um, The coloring. Actually, I don't think that it made it better, honestly. (laughs) The coloring coloring is kind of crappy. I like Metropolis, but I like the other. I mean, I haven't watched it in 20 years, but... Do you remember the remember the, the Metropolis poster story from Chicago Con? <sighs> yes, I remember something happened, but I can't remember what it was. Okay, I have in my living room 
like a maybe five foot six tall Metropolis poster that we found at the Chicago con. But before we found that, I saw this little like 11 by 17 print of the same poster for like 15 bucks and you would not let me buy it. And I was like, dude, it's so awesome. And then literally as we were walking out the door, we saw the same poster that was like five and a half feet tall for $15. And you're like, you can get that one if you want. And I was like, oh my God, yes. What year? So I still have that. That was, God, probably 94, 95, something like that. So yeah. Yeah. it is framed and in my living room. Hell freaking yes. Hell freaking yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, listen, before we go any further, because I want to talk about um, TV, you were talking about like TV mm-hmm. as well. I want to remind everybody uh, to please uh, check us out on Facebook, Zoom in Hands, and then um, also follow us on Instagram. I am at the Skull Crusher. Actually, probably better if you follow me at Skull Crusher 1138. And that's Skull Crusher with a K. And Claudine is at Claudiner, C L E A U D E R, correct? What? No, I don't know. <laughs> C L C L A U D D E A N E A N E R. I skipped. How long have you known me? No, I just skipped three letters. C L Q X R T U Z V. Z V, exactly. So, and then also, if you like the podcast, to please tell your friends and also maybe leave a review on iTunes or something like that. Tell your friends because the more, the more. Um, downloads we get, the more likely it is that we'll continue to do this. Okay, so television. Television. Uh, television. You said that uh, we live in the golden age of television. Which is very yes. It is very true. We we do. Um, I can tell you that uh, in 2016, I watched a lot of crap to them. So, no, <laughs> like. You know. The new, the new uh, season of Game of Thrones made me want to. You don't like that? I, I'm so over Game of Thrones. It's so boring. <laughs> I, wait, <laughs> I can't remember if we talked about, about this on the podcast, but basically the thing is that there's, let's say, at any given time, there's 10 storylines going on, out of which... Yeah. I find eight of them to be absolutely retarded and annoying and I want to have anything to do with them. They're stupid and dumb and characters that I don't care about and like Frodo, Frodo, whatever his name is. <laughs> no, you're referring to. That Bilbo Baggins. Bodo, Bodo. Hodor. There you go, Hodor. Hodor. With Hodor. With that stupid kid with a stupid raven like who gives a crap show me the good stuff show me little aria kicking ass right i love aria you you go that's my favorite storyline on sunday night you go there and then you turn your tv on and it is hodor for 10 hours some other retarded old man you don't care about for another 10 hours sorry (laughs) and then the episode ends and you're like what 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 happened to aria what this is all i want to see what's going on oh. like, the little midget dude that's all i want to see <laughs> aria and Tyrion making babies yeah i just i what what the <laughs> hell so then i have to wait another seven days and then oh finally aria's here and they show the aria story for no joke 
three minutes. And then they go back to retarded stuff. So why do I put myself through that? It's just Are you going to keep watching? You know, it's funny because I, yeah, probably just because you can't <laughs> escape it. You know what I mean? Like, Sunday night, we're getting together at blah, blah, blah's house because we're going to watch the stupid thing. Or, like, my wife would be like, oh, can you, can we please watch the episode? I don't want to watch it. Please watch it with me. All right, fine. I'll watch it. So, yeah, probably. But, ugh. Uh, well, same thing with Westworld. I mean, I watched the whole thing, every single episode, and I was not interested in that crap at all. Oh, yeah, I, I was kind of bummed out by that. I was, I really wanted it to be good, and it didn't deliver in the end the way I wanted it to. It's funny because we are both definitely in the minority. People are like, oh, well, "That's the television show of all times." But then again, I think I'm people want it to be more than it actually is, and some people can't see the difference. Uh, We're just smarter than them. Yeah, definitely. Well, the other one that I'm watching. <laughs> The other one that I'm watching is um, the Horizon, the event, the the one, the new one on Sci-Fi. Uh, the oh, Expanse. Expanse is that any good? Uh, I don't know, man. It's, it's, so I watched the first episode and I was like, ugh. And then I watched the second episode and I'm like, ah. And then I watched the third <laughs> episode and I was like, that's it. I started wow. the fourth. I started oh. the fourth episode and I was like. All right, I, I want to figure out what the hell's going on. This is way too complicated, way too... Right off the bat, there's like five storylines. And then, I don't... What, what, are they in the moon? Are they on Earth? Are they in Mars? Are like, what, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and here's the thing, though. I didn't remember if I had watched episode three or not. So oh, it, that's, it, it had been that's a bad long when you time. can't keep up. Yeah. It had been a long time between episodes. So then I went back to Wikipedia, and I started reading the description of the episodes... And reading Wikipedia, oh, now the I get it. This is what that guy. Oh, he lives in that place, and that lady. Oh, that's her name. I I couldn't even tell what the hell they were saying. And then these dudes, and then everything started to make sense. So now at least I know who, but kind of like where where the things are taking place. But it's been more than once that I had to go back to. To Wikipedia, and maybe I'm just stupid, but <laughs> I don't mind a complicated television show. I mean, Game of Thrones no, is super yeah, complex, sure. but it built slowly. Mm-hmm. It built slowly. If there's going to be multiple stories going on at the same time, fine. But make those stories linear. Don't give me five years ago and ten years ago, and then. <laughs> And here's another thing, and this may actually, I don't know, I don't know if this is, would even be considered racist or not, but all white people look the same to me. I don't know. <laughs> they show some, they show Your some. Your wife is white. Does that mean you could like mistake her for another I, tall woman on the street? <laughs> it's happened before, man. I'm sorry, ma'am. I didn't mean to grab your tush. No. Oh, hey, Trump. No. Hey, oh, no. Trump grab the front. Trump doesn't grab the back. He grabs the front. <laughs> oh, my God. No, so. He grabs so, the front butt, not the back butt. Uh, <laughs> no, so basically, they, they introduce a character and he has like, you know, five o'clock shadow, more like seven o'clock shadow, and then like dark hair. And then he's in one spaceship and then there's another guy that looks exactly the same in another spaceship. And then there's like some 
weird blonde girl and I'm like I don't know which one what the hell's going on it takes me a while especially in these TV shows where alright so this is space but it's like a space like alien you know it's like a very utilitarian like view of space these guys are in a freighter and they're wearing like uh, like gray overalls or green overalls and stuff I like Star Trek or Star Wars space where people are dressing different ways and it's well lit and you know colorful and shit this is too <laughs> rabby and like all the you know like like in, like an alien and aliens too well. dark for you it's just those those i i, I don't like that space, space is dark i don't like that no i don't care <laughs> space is not dark look at look at the like star trek it's well the, they're usually on a planet no, even when they're on the Enterprise. And the Enterprise doesn't have, like... Exposed... The Enterprise is well lit. The, the Enterprise doesn't have, like, exposed rafters and, like, metal grate <laughs> everywhere and stuff. No, it's nice. It looks like a, they're like, fancy. Like a nice... It looks like a nice hotel. Why, why couldn't fancy. these spaceships look fancy? But anyway, whatever. Uh, that's it. That's okay. all I had to say about television. Uh, by the way, we're hitting uh, the one... We're hitting the one-hour mark right now. So... Just do we need it. to shut it out? Shut it down, then? Um, do you want me to talk about TV I like? Why don't you, like, say the names <laughs> of the TV shows and see what, see, and then and then we can decide. Okay. I know you don't watch a lot of these. Uh, <clears throat> movies that tap into nostalgia, or TV shows that tap into nostalgia, Stranger Things, Fresh of Off the Boat, and Goldbergs. I know you don't watch sitcoms, but if you were ever to watch a sitcom, I would... And this isn't like the audience laughing sitcom. These are, what is it called? Single camera? I don't know, whatever. Yeah. Multiple camera? I don't know, whatever. Fresh Off the Boat is uh, based on Eddie Huang's childhood in the 90s. And the Goldbergs is based off of Adam Goldberg's childhood in the 80s. Yeah, I know. They're both uh, very nostalgic and I love them both. They're very funny. Kevin Smith just directed an episode of the Goldbergs. Did he? Yeah. That show's really funny. I mean, it's it's silly family sitcom. Both of them are, but they're they're good. I like them both. Uh, as far as more serious shows, I've got People vs. O.J. Simpson. That was excellent. Did you Fargo. watch the other one? Did you watch O.J. Made in America? No, that it's was a movie, seven, right? Seven hours long, and it's a and they played it and they played it in theaters. Seven hours long. What? No, oh, yeah, yeah. No. But I can tell you this. Yeah, absolutely. I can tell you this. <laughs> It is on a lot, a lot of people's top ten of 2016. Yeah, my brother. Maybe it'll get it. a documentary. Yeah, my brother. My brother saw it and said it was just unbelievable, unbelievable. Well, the TV show was amazing. It was really good. Um, you know, I I tend to like a lot of um, you know, what's a guy's name that does all these shows that I like? OJ Simpson. Uh, American no American Horror Story and People versus OJ. He's going to do a show called Feud, which I just found out about. Is it about and the family about, feud? No, dude. Oh. It's about um, Joan Crawford and Betty Davis hating each other in real life, making uh, Who's Afraid of, or no, not Who's Afraid of, Whatever Happened to Baby Jane. Oh, my God. Isn't that crazy? Does he have Betty Davis eyes? Ryan Murphy. That's the guy. I love Ryan Murphy. Huh? Does he have, does he have uh, Betty Davis eyes? Well, Susan Sarandon kind of has Betty Davis eyes. Okay. Fargo is 
an amazing companion to the movie. Both seasons have been excellent. I cannot wait for the third really? season. Oh, my God. That if you like Fargo, you should watch that show. Mm, I don't know. I, I, I'm too much into sci-fi and stuff right now. I don't Yeah, uh, I know. I know. I don't want to watch serious stuff. Um, some things I picked up on over Christmas break were both from TBS, which was Search Party and The Detour. They had this mega marathon for like five days where they only played their TV shows. And that was, those were two of the five shows that they played. And I liked those, but you know, I'm not going to talk too much about them. They're just shows I liked. And Atlanta with uh, the guy who's playing Lando. That was so terrible. (laughs) Oh my God. Did you watch it? No, I watched it. I don't trust that you even watched it. The Donald Glover. Whatever. Yeah, I was like, oh, God, get the hell out of here. Like, that's, oh, God, that's, black that's people, I can't so watch this crap. Nah, it's not even that. It's just, uh, <laughs> I hope uh, it's not that. Uh, I mean, I want to I watch the, 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 the Han Solo movie, and Lando Calrissian will be in it. Yeah. So it's not Atlanta like, was good. It's really not good. against black people. <laughs> but, oh, no, just, oh, no, 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 no. No, whole, no, 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 no. Isn't it like some family, like, uh, whatever? Like, uh, no, not really. It's about a guy whose cousin is a startup rapper. Oh, God, that's it. You lost me right there. Get the hell no, out of No, and he's trying to produce him. And, uh, oh, it's God, just it's terrible. Oh, Anything with music in it was just bad. Like, oh, it's a, you have a band. It's not a musical. I don't know if they have any no, anything, real music in it. I mean, anything with music in it about the music business or whatever. <laughs> a band trying to make it. or like, ugh, Get the F out of here. You would probably hate this show, so I'm not going to try and convince you. They smoke weed all the time. Ugh. Ugh, weed. <laughs> if, there's no, if there's no, like, spaceships or... <laughs> magic you know you i know that this podcast, podcast is mostly about sci-fi and horror and stuff but i do like other things and i like to mention them that said as i as i mentioned fresh off the boat and the goldbergs are very fun nostalgic shows those kids are geeks and i love it so the yeah. other stuff you know this might not be for our audience fargo's amazing we don't even know who our audience is man that's true we're too early. <laughs> I don't even know what the hell. If, if you're still listening. Do we have an audience? Let's be real here. Well, I mean, yeah, we do. It's not very big, but yeah. Our audience right now would the slow fill, burn. I, I just thought about this. Our audience right now would fill a high school auditorium. That's not bad. Uh, not, not a high school auditorium. I'm sorry. A high school gym. High school gym. That's not bad. Yeah, because an auditorium fits like We've our We've only done like five episodes. This is the sixth one that we're recording right now. All right. Well, okay. I don't hate those numbers. No, I don't. I don't either. I don't. Listen, I don't give a shit. I do this so I can talk to you about stupid stuff. I don't yeah. <laughs> and if people want to listen to us ramble on about dumb shit, they can. They can, and then please tell your friends that way more people will download it. Yeah. That's all I'm trying to say. That's all I'm trying to I say. I hear you. I feel you. And I think I'm going to launch my third podcast. In oh the, my god! In the next what's couple. that? Uh, the Metal Inquisition. We're we're bringing the Metal Inquisition Inquisition blog into the into the podcast world. Yes. Who's going to record with you, or is that secret? Um, it's it's a secret right now. Mostly okay. because mostly because he hasn't been determined, but it's definitely going to be me, Skull Crusher, oh, yeah, and sure. then uh, Gene Hoglin's balls is definitely in as well. So we're gonna, yeah. 
I, I don't know what I'm going to do. How am I going to, when you're in a blog and your name is Gene Hoglin's balls, <laughs> you know, you don't, it's not a big deal. You just type, Gene, but you can't be like, Hey, Gene Hoglin's balls. Do you agree with me when I just said like, I'm sorry, Gene Hoglin's balls. Gene? Could, you, could you repeat that? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. GHB. What up GHB? GHB. Yeah. Maybe that's what we're going to have to call. <laughs> so, uh, listen, I'm going on vacation here coming up soon. Oh. Hmm. We're probably not going to be able to record for a while, but we're doing these maybe about once a month or so, I'm guessing, guesstimating. If you averaged it, we're very inconsistent at the moment. Yeah, and and we're probably going to remain inconsistent for the time being. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's just the way that things are right now. Um, Yeah, yeah, for sure. We get a a little bit more structured. I also need to get a little bit more structured with these other podcasts and then all kinds of things. But anyway, uh, that's it. Claudine, is there anything else you want to say? think we're good i don't know Uh, (laughs) uh, check us out on facebook all right we Mm -hmm. are we are out of here peace peace out easy wheezy wait what's going on here how come my outro music is not working all right let's try it again that's it. We're okay. out of here. Peace. Peace out. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.